Hey everyone, this is Jay-Z bringing you your dose of the midweek muscle. And with me here today, another special guest as promised, I have Raymond Person the third. He has so many, very many hats that he wears. And I'm hoping that you all will be able to hear um, some of the amazing things that he's been able to do through his life trajectory and what he still continues to do, not only in the city of Cincinnati, but in, in, you know, upwardly mobile in many cities within the United States. I am deeply honored to have you. So welcome. Thank you very much. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. Yeah. Uh, She's added the third. I don't hear that too many times. (laughs) (laughs) Had to make sure it was right. Right, right, right. For sure, for sure. Thank you very much, though. So why don't you tell our listeners, like, Tell us your name, who you are. So I'm, I'm Raymond. Uh, some people call me Ray. Some people call me Raymond. If you uh, love me, I guess you call me Raymond. If you like me, you call me Ray. Uh, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, depends on who's depends calling on who's you, right? Depends who's calling me, right? <laughs> um, born and raised in Brooklyn. Uh, came out to Cincinnati. Went to school. Uh, my daughter brought me out here. Um, uh, graduated from UC. Did a couple things out here in the financial industry. Left that. You know, corporate industry is so not me. But, um, you know, I, I made it do. Um Moved out to L.A., worked in the industry, in the music industry, took some acting classes, started writing scripts. And just, you know, my brother's been heavy in the music industry, so he was a big influence in my life. Um, he's actually shooting a movie. Well, actually, his movie's coming out, True to the Game, September 8th. Big up to Manny Haley and True to the Game, September 8th in theaters. Got to wow. do that. It's my family. Um, so, uh, you know, he's been a big influence in my life. Worked with some people out there, Keisha Cole, I don't want to throw too many names out there, but, you know, I worked a lot with people and just writing scripts and moved back to Cincinnati. And here I am writing my own script, shooting my own series and uh, working on a talk show and just doing a lot of big things, you know, doing events, curating and a lot. We could get into a lot, Jay-Z. You got me over here cheesing and shaking in my pants because I'm like, <laughs> oh, it's big time. Over uh, here. No, no, no. I'm just I'm, I'm very humble, though. Everything is Absolutely. coming to me. It's coming to me here and there. I'm blessed. Every day I wake up, I pray, I meditate, I run. I thank God for where I'm at right now. And I know that there's a lot coming for me. Like Abraham, in Abraham in the Bible, he he gets things later on in life. and But he works hard and he stays he stays faithful. And I think that's, that's one of the biggest things is staying faithful. And everything will come to you and stay positive and true to who you are. So that's just what I do in my life. Amazing. So let's let's back up a minute before we get deep into that. I start this off with if I know that my guests are going to be speaking about their job or what they've done or what they're getting ready to do and how we should be excited for it. I always take it back. Okay. what was your first job? Oh, wow. My first job. Okay. I tell you, my first job was on Empire Boulevard in Brooklyn. I packed bags. <laughs> I packed, Nothing wrong with that. I packed bags. My mother said she wasn't giving me money to get chips and quarter waters. So what I did was uh, I went to the Western Beef over there and I packed bags and I got about like $6 and change and I bought my own quarter waters and chips and sunflower seeds and and that's what I did. <laughs> that is so funny. Oh my goodness, BK big. BK, BK. that's that's Jamaica. And I would say one more thing though. Yeah, for sure. She also said when I was sixteen, she wasn't buying me Jordans, and I got a job at McDonald's for three weeks to get a pair of Jordans. A pair of J's because she wasn't going to buy it for me, so I had to buy it myself. 
Well, that should have told you very early on. You're determined. Very determined. Very, very determined. Very. So tell us where you were like this time last year. Oh, wow. This time was so funny because on my Facebook, it just popped up. This time last year, I was in Vegas for my fraternity's uh, um, clave, conclave, our uh, yearly meeting or bi-yearly meeting. I was out there because I was living in Los Angeles. I was actually doing a brunch series where I interviewed a couple of up-and-coming artists out there in L.A. around this time. But, um, yeah, I was in Los Angeles just kind of making my way, just being the entrepreneur that I am and just being the driven creative that I am. Uh, not to tap, pat myself on my own back, but, um, yeah, I, w- I was doing that and just, just grinding. Actually, at that, around that time, I didn't have an apartment. <laughs> I was staying with my brother in Beverly Hills, but that's where I was in L.A. last year at this time. So more specifically, when you were in L.A. this time last year, tell us more about what you were going through. Like, okay, so it's good. You were you were in L.A. You're making entrepreneurial moves. But like, what was your mentality? Like, where were you? Like, when I say where were you, like mentally, spiritually, mm-hmm. functionally, where were you this time last year? Okay. Yeah, that's, that's great, Jay-Z. Um, so what it is is last year around this time, you know, I just moved out of my apartment because I didn't have enough money to take to pay my bills. And I had closed. I had a six month lease. Mm-hmm. So I just like wrapped up the six month lease, stayed with my brother. I was going through a, a rough time of am I going to stay here in L.A. and, and you just, just work this out or am I going to go back to Ohio because my daughter's been like telling me, daddy, I want you here in Ohio with me. Mm-hmm. So I was kind of going through a really like I was in limbo. Like, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? But I still had to stay hungry and still fight out there and still do the things that I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's why I still was pushing out those brunch series and working with different chefs and going to different venues and interviewing people. So I was in a really tough situation. I always went to church, though. I went to a church called Faith Tabernacle on the west side of um, L.A. Um, I went there because I went to Brooklyn Tabernacle in New York and they the two pastors there actually worked with each other. So when I looked it up, I, I was going there. I was getting some good, you know, uh, messages in the Bible just telling me to be faithful and to be strong. So around that time, I was really going through it like just rough. I still was fighting, you know, um, I still made, you know, I was managing two DJs. So I was getting some income like that, you know, mm-hmm. just uh, the residuals with that. And I was just going through some rough times, Chasey. Like I was mm-hmm. just really kind of just like, what am I going to do? But I still got to fight and I still got to grind. Mm-hmm. So I kept up with it. Fast forward, I ended up back in Ohio though. <laughs> cool. I mean, I think, you know, you can hear the sheer grit in your voice, like coming from a place of humility where you are willing and ready to admit like, hey, this is where I started. So you have to understand so many of our listeners, so many of the listeners who are tuning into the midweek muscle, like, if they're not at that place right. right now, they are, they will be transitioning in some sort. Right. That's what sort of prompted me to get this cast started, you know, yes. from, you know, where I was in a corporate based setting to now, you know, being unemployed and still looking, you know, the struggle, the week after week after week struggle. And I said, you know, what sets people apart? Because I understand a lot of people go through this, right? but none of us are telling that story. Right. Everybody talks about the glory story because it's amazing and it's heartfelt and we feel it. But to hear that is to say that we all have to start from somewhere and it's not always glorious. It's not always from chance or by luck. It's staying steady it is staying focused is staying hungry for whatever it is that goal is and yes. and and 
figuring out, I said at last cast, I say at every cast, figuring out your why and -hmm. chasing it down. Mm -hmm. Um, So to hear you having such a profound background and hearing that you're in, you, you were in that place, right? That place of struggle this time last year and seeing, you know, we'll hear where you're going, right? You know, that, that is what our foundation has been upon. So where does where that moment where your head matches your heart and you just get over whatever that hurdle is, right. hence the midweek muscle. Right. So, uh, all right, cool. Well, mm-hmm. uh, thank you for that. You know, Sharon, that is not probably not the easiest for you. So, oh, wow. so you know, you mentioned a lot, like you're mm-hmm. getting ready to do a mini series and yes, you, yes. you're, it's you, called you love. heard it's Question called mark. love. Okay. Love. All right, Question cool. Mark. I like that. I, I, I love it already. Yes. And you talked about like brunch series and, and, and yeah. continuing to do that and networking um, series. Maybe that came from a one-off between you and I, but how did you get to where you are, to where you wanted to do this? Right. right. Um, I love people and I love communicating. Um, I should have took up communications, but I did it in college. Um, I just love people. I love talking to people. Everywhere I go, I end up sitting down. Maybe I'm, if I'm at a bar, I'm at a lounge. I end up having a long conversation with a random person. And I just, you know, I, I'm a big Jeopardy fan, so I know a bunch of hodgepodge of information. So I'll talk about a few things that they'd be like, how did you know about that? You know, and yeah. it's just like I know a little bit about a lot of things, you know. So um, I just love people. I love communicating. And um, so when I went out there, it was like, OK, I was getting into music, right? Getting into music, it was like I, I had to, you know, I was doing day to day management with Keisha Cole and her project out there at the time. So um, it's Point of No Return. I was I was I was heavy on that album um, that she released out there with my brother Imani Entertainment. So when I was out there, I was doing that day to day, just working with people, talking to people, getting videos together because she shot a video for every song. So I had to deal with different people every single day, you know, and it was just like, wow, this person is doing this, but this person is also doing that. So it was just like, you know what, Raymond? I'm going to do everything that I want to do. Okay. So I did everything I wanted to do. You know, I created a, um, a series of a PhD experience out there where I ready, I curated uh, different artists, uh, musicians, chefs, dancers, and created an experience for people. And I utilized all five senses. So that's what the PhD experience does. It utilizes all five senses. So you're able to paint with the artist. I set different candles, different smells for the for the event. So you're smelling that. You're tasting good food. You're listening to great music. And you're actually just interacting with people, you know. And, and that's what I did. And I actually did it there. I did it in New York. And I did one in Cincinnati. So that was one. Um, I, my brother was into management. So when I was out there, I used my mouthpiece, you know, and I spoke to two managers and said, hey, I'll get you in different venues in L.A. And I managed them and signed a year contract with them. So that was just like, OK, that was going to help me with my residual income every week or whatever to help pay my bills. And I just all I had to do was make a phone call or two and book them for, you know, different shows. So I did that. When I got into writing scripts, one of my um, my mentors, Benoni Tego, he worked with Issa Rae. And um, he was a really, yeah, yeah. He worked with her Issa Rae and Awkward Black Girl. Uh, shout out to Benoni Tego. That's my guy. Um, he's totally dope. I met some really amazing people in L.A. People who worked with people who we see all the time. But you got to understand that there's people behind those people mm-hmm. who are who, who are propelling them. So, um, yeah, he, he talked to me about like just scripts and whatnot and just writing and and just telling me how great of a person I was. And sometimes in life, you just need somebody to tell you how dope you are like 
everybody doesn't have someone to tell you how dope you are. Even when you're down at your lowest, Benoni was the guy that said, Ray, you're dope, man. Keep it going. What are you doing today? Let's go get some coffee. I'll just be like, all right, uh, let's go get some coffee. And he'll just tell me some inspiring, dope things. And he definitely helped me into what I'm doing right now. So coming to Cincinnati and, and writing a script and shooting a film, it was going to be, it was me. Because no one's really shooting independent films out here, especially as a young you know, African-American male. Like no one's really doing that, putting their own money up, using their own network and just doing it. You know, I'm, I'm on a big marketing tour for it coming up soon. And it's just like I did it, you know, and I got that from my brother. My brother's hustle and grind is something that I watched as a kid. And and that's where I'm at right now. Nice. You know? Nice. I mean, you said a few different things yeah, that, I, that I'm down here taking notes. You know, is, is, <laughs> I can go on. I you apologize. Said, you know, no, no. You said it, you need someone to keep you inspired or to tell you that you're dope or you need like one less cornball. You feel me? Right, <laughs> New right, York right. term. Um, but moreover, yes, we always need people to tell us that even when we're not at our best, that we're doing a good job or we're headed in the right direction or I see where you're going, keep going or I hear what you want to do. Keep thinking about it. Or I see the footprints that you're making, keep making them. And I think too often we don't do that enough for the people that one might need our support or two um, from the people supporting us. Correct. So, you know, it's dual fold. And I, I always say it's like my slogan on my website. We could all stand to encourage each other a little more. Oh, that's a fact. Day after day, week after week. And if we're not doing the right thing, if we're not doing the right thing, Mm -hmm. we should have an open enough uh, heart or an open enough spirit or an open enough head to understand where the criticism falls and how to get better. Because that's where the value is. Right. We we weren't born great. We practice in greatness. We get better every day. Absolutely. Um, If if that's your aim and that's your goal and and that's what the grind is. Yes. Yeah. So... Tell us about a time where your head told you something different than what your heart told you. Oh, wow. You what did you go do there about it? Yeah, you want to yeah. do that? We're digging. Yeah, we're digging deep. You, this you is know, your story. This is, this is your story. story. And this is what we're here to share. Head in the heart. That's, yeah. that's interesting. Because when you think of head in the heart, you start thinking romantically, right? Perhaps. Perhaps. Yeah. I, I think romantic. I'm, I'm writing a romantic series. So, you know, there it's, we a, go. it's a lot about who I am and where I've been. Um, thinking head in the heart, um, when I actually moved from Ohio, okay, there was a head in the heart situation that went there right there. Um, I left my daughter mm-hmm. for three years. I really did. I left to LA. I mean, I was back and forth. I flew into CVG quite often. I couldn't afford it, but I made it happen. <laughs> VIP points for you. Right, right, miles. right. <laughs> um, my head was telling me to go out there and to grind and to do it, right? But my heart is with my daughter. That's your child. That's your DNA, you know? My heart was telling me, nah, stay here in Cincinnati. At the same time, I was like, what? If I don't try it, then I don't never know what could have happened. And my daughter being the smart, even though she's very emotional person, she said to me, I understand, daddy. So... How did that challenge and motivate you? So first, the challenge was I have to leave my daughter right. um, for the pursuit of a career. And Correct. then you told us this time last year that you were at a point where you 
I mean, for lack of a better term, starving artists, like trying to make it work, trying to figure out. Slept in my car. Slept in your car. Slept, slept, you know, had a roommate. Like things just weren't working out. So how did this, this scenario of, you know, you were at odds with what your head was telling you to do versus what your heart was telling you to do. How did it challenge you? How did it motivate you? Because you clearly had to make a decision. Yeah. That's a decision you went with. Oh, wow. Throughout my whole time out there, just grinding and doing everything and just meeting people right there. Not even I'm not even going to say in the back of my mind, but in the front of my mind, my daughter was right there. Like, you got to do it. Every day I woke up, I woke up super early and I went to sleep super late every single day in L.A. Granted, it might have been because I was adjusting to the Pacific time, <laughs> too. Yeah, that's no joke. Right. But um, I, I did go to I mean, I still do that now here again. But um, I went to sleep super late, woke up super early. I was always up um, because I knew that my daughter, every time I talked to her, it was like, what are you doing, daddy? Like, what's going on out there? And I had to tell her some some dope things. I had to be like, I, I ran into this person and I spoke to this person and I did this. And I think that this is going to happen and this is going to happen. And she was like, OK, yeah. You know, it was like she gave me that little hope because she was always still enthused of what I was doing. But speaking to her mom, it was like she would say the opposite behind talking to. So she was always strong for her dad. Her mother even says that to me to this day. She's always strong for you. And she's like telling me her weaknesses when it's not around you. That kept me motivated that my daughter was actually that strong enough to say, do it. Do it, daddy. You said you're going to do it. Do it. And you know what? Every Everything that I did from my events to my interview series to my brunch series to, you know, management to going across coast to coast and doing my Ph.D. experience my daughter was definitely my motivation. So she was your voice of reason. Definitely. Awesome. At, ten, at, at nine at the time, she's 10 now. Shout out to Nia Ray Person. I love her. I was going to say, like, she's a little guru. She needs to sit. She needs to be in here with us, like, yes. sharing the vibe. Yes, 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 yes. Awesome. Are you following your dream right now? Um, you know what? And I'm going to say this. I'm definitely following my dream right now. I'm definitely doing, I, I implemented and put in place a lot of things that I've uh, thought about throughout these times of being down and poor, I'm going to say. <laughs> I mean, you know, I'm still I'm still blessed and privileged at the same time. I'm never going to take that away. You know, even though I was sleeping in my car, I still had food. I still had clothes. I still had a brother that I can go take a shower. And I was just being prideful, honestly, at the end of the day. Sure. Um, but um. Uh, just thinking about all those times when I was by myself, just looking at the stars out there and just thinking, I want to do this, I want to do that. And I'm definitely following my dream by working with the people that I've got around me and I'm just building a great team when it comes to this series love and, um, you know, just having the right people around me. My PR, Jesse, he's amazing. Just, just have me here right now and just, just reach out to him. He's been a friend of mine since way back before I left. And, um, you know, just having the right people there with me and I'm definitely pursuing the things that I had in my heart and in my mind to be and to grow and to be this 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 uh a mogul that's 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 my um that's my push and I'm getting there so you keep talking about this love series so we're curious so Thank tell you, us man. tell us what that's about oh wow 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 love is um it's a it's a relationship drama um we're we're, we're pushing it on uh social media so uh it's going to be a social media like uh series mini series um 
all of the cast, the actors, the the videographer, the editors, they're all Cincinnati uh, local people and they're just very driven and creative people. It's a love series about uh, the lead actor. His name is, there's Ryan and the character's Lisa. They're going through some ups and downs being in a relationship. There's some deceit that goes on and some forgiveness. Drama, 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 drama. drama. Get your teacups, I guess. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> um, tea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there's some drama going on right now. Um, we shot all of the scenes in Cincinnati, local spots. We worked at uh, OTR Live. Shout out to J-Rod and um, Rodney out there. They were they were really big on out letting us shoot there. Uh, we shot at 1215 Cafe over there on Vine. Just working with a lot of local um, 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 businesses and, and in the city of Cincinnati and just kind of like pr- uh, promoting the way that Cincinnati is growing. But anyway, to get back to the story, not to uh, take away from the story, it's a relationship drama. I don't want to give too much. I want people to look into it more. Person Enterprises on Instagram, you'll definitely see episodes. Yeah, it's it's just my baby. It's my first screenplay um, that I wrote. I'm excited about this one. Um, I'm nervous, as you can tell. You could you could see you could tell the the change in my in my tone and voice as I bring this one up, right? And it's talk about passion. It. it is right. I'm very nervous about this because this really is my heart. It's my baby. It's my first one. I'm actually working on the second season right now, writing it every night. But yeah, definitely stay tuned. You sound t- like me. Uh, <laughs> no, no, definitely stay tuned. Um, and also, this is a little segue. This series is going to be shown on social media, but the f- season finale is going to be live at my PhD experience in Cincinnati. So that's the, the little special thing about it, too. Uh-huh, so Pretty cool. You're dropping like little gems here. Yeah, and we're yeah, getting yeah. The, the inside peek on where we can find you. <laughs> like, where's Waldo? Uh, you're amazing, JC. No, you're, <laughs> I'm sitting in front of amazing, uh, like nothing shy. So thank you. I'm just blessed. If there's one piece of advice you could give your younger self that if maybe even one listener took away, because if you have the power to change a life, you've changed eternity. Yeah. So feel me on that. A piece of advice that you would have maybe told your younger self, what is that thing? Okay, I'm going to pause a little bit on this one. All right, this is a big one. Oh, God. All right, here we go. Don't watch everybody else. Really think about yourself. Love yourself. Really don't watch everybody else. Everybody has their time. Everybody has their journey. And and, and really be patient, Raymond. Stay positive and your time will come. It's something that I tell myself even now. It's just, you know, you, you got your time. I'll say it again. Stop watching everybody else. We get caught up in who's doing what and, and where they're at and, in life. And you may think that at your age or the time that you're at, you're not where you should be because people are doing that and doing this or whatever the case may be. But just just stay faithful in who you are. Stay faithful in whatever you're faithful in and just and, 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 and just take care of you and just be patient and do not watch everybody else. Uh, even to this day, I have to I still battle with it. I'm not even going to lie. I still battle with it. I'm like, wow, I'm here and I'm supposed to be here. And it's like, well, you know what? This is my journey. You know, I, I got to tell myself that to this day at 33, you know, but I wish somebody told me that at young, like, no, do this. This is you worry about you. Don't look at this person. Don't look at that person. Do you 
you know, and that's one thing that we all should be doing is worrying about ourselves when it comes to our journey. Yes, love everyone and be kind and, and, and give, you know, good energy. But also when it comes to your journey, worry about what you're doing and focus on your path and you will be blessed because you're already blessed. You're here. So you you got it. So that's what I would tell my younger self. And I still tell my older self. <laughs> I mean, I, I think that's gold. Set it cast after cast, week after week. You said it best. You can't compare yourself to what's happening around right. you. You can only focus in on yourself. But uh, even in cast 14 or cast 13, I get the numbers mixed up anymore. I, I just, I even said it just flat out. Our troubles won't last, but our stories will. Like this is our journey. And, and that's the whole reason for this being in and of existence, like things have to happen for us to be positioned oh, yeah. into the next best place and then to the next best place, oh, yeah. even if it's bad. Right. If growth is at the platform of what we want to do, we will be positioned in that next best place. Yep. Um, and, and for that, that's that's the birth of this entire thing. That's why we're able to sit across from each other <laughs> and something bad had to happen for this to oh, evolve. Wow. Yes, and it's, it's so true because if I were in any other headspace or in any different environment, this would not happen. And it gives me chills to say that because this time last year, this is not where I was. Yeah, yeah. Even I'm though I was you. dropping gems on people here, there, <laughs> and everywhere, this is not the headspace I was in. So yes, I love that. I think that's gold. You know, you're you're just you're just giving some amazing light here, Ray. I, uh, Ray, Ray, person the third. Um, you've heard the cast, right? So you've been listening in. You right. heard me say some things about muscle moments, muscle right? Moments. Muscle moments. So, tell us the last time you had a muscle moment. And to those of you just tuning in, muscle moments are where you have stimulated your head and your heart to overcome an obstacle, hardship or anything tough that you faced that ultimately would have left you in a different place or worse off place had you not done it or had you not overcome it? When was the last time you had a muscle moment? For some people, it's last week. For some people, it's last year. For some people, it's a couple of months ago. Tell us about it. Oh, wow. All right, I'm, I'm going to just give the ultimate muscle moment. All right, not the last one. Is that okay? okay? I mean, this is, our st- this is your story. This is my story, right? Yeah. My ultimate muscle moment was when I made the decision to move to Ohio and United States. I know, right? <laughs> no, because from the BK to LA um, to New to to from, Ohio. From, no, it was Brooklyn to Ohio. Um, I um, having a child, um, wasn't with my child's mom at the time, and I made the decision to be, you know. Not to be a father, I was always going to be a father, but to move to Ohio to be a father. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I was, like, not ready to change. I was, you know, we can go further back. I was always into management, so that's even way back. But I made that decision to move to Ohio. That changed my life. It changed my life. It took me into a very positive place. Graduated from school, pledged, met some amazing people in Cincinnati, Ohio. Um, it changed my life. I thank God that I made that decision to make the move to Cincinnati, Ohio. 
that was definitely my man. If you want to talk about a muscle moment, that was a super muscle moment was to flex that and come out here. And I mean, I wasn't, you know, I wasn't prepared for what Ohio or what it had for me. I was just like, oh, it's slow. I'm going to move to Ohio, blah, blah, blah. I ended up moving to Ohio and meeting some of the most amazing people in life because um, it's, it's so much here in this state and in this city, so much creativity, so much love, so much just, you know, grind, Ohio. They always say the heart of this country, right? It's shaped like a true. heart, right? Yes, and true. I definitely came out here to the heart, and that was definitely my muscle moment. So, we, you know, we all had our muscle moments, and you asked me what was the most recent one, but I'm going to say the most important one in Raymond Person's life was that move to Ohio, United States. Awesome. Hearts up, Ray. Hearts up. Yes. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> Hearts up. Tell everyone out there, anyone bold enough to listen today, tell us how they can find more about Raymond Person the Third and all of the incredible work that you're doing out there. I love when you say the third. It's just so profound. Like Raymond Person the Third. I gotta hold you in the highest I love team it. here. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> well, I'm on I'm on Facebook, Raymond D. Person the Third. Um, Instagram, Raymond Person. Instagram also Person Enterprises. YouTube Person Enterprises is my channel. Raymond Person on Instagram is my life. Every day I wake up, I post something and you know, speak positive, you know, energy to the world and to everyone. And, and that's just me. And uh, you'll see a lot of the episodes for love. It'll start coming out in like September. We're pushing for September. So we're in post-production right now. And uh, we're going to be on a big marketing push right now. Promotional tour soon coming up in the uh, Cincinnati area. So definitely stay tuned for that. Thank so you. I'll say for all of that amazing work, good luck on the launch. We Thank you. You know, I feel honored that you've been able to grace your presence Thank on the you. cast with our listeners, with our, our core group of followers and people that, you know, consistently listen to the Midweek Muscle day in and day out. So I hope it's provided them a lot of encouragement and a lot of great words of wisdom because you dropped a lot on us today. Appreciate you. But y'all heard the man. Go check him out. <laughs> Go to his YouTube, Instagram, Facebook. As I always stress, if you like what you heard, if this is your first time listening, I encourage you to come back. I launch these casts week after week, and uh, my goal is to get in front of more people like Ray. This is our story, and this is our story to tell, and unfortunately, we don't hear it enough. Um, so that's my mission. Um, you can check us out, www.themidweekmuscle.com. You can find us, like us, or share us Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. I am always welcome to comments, open email information, jz at themidweekmuscle.com. Let's go out there. Let's use Ray's words of encouragement oh, wow. and listen um, to be patient, to not pay attention to what's going on around us, but to just be in the moment, be motivated, be focused, and don't pay attention to the situation that you're in, but pay attention to where you're going. Let's go. Peace and blessings. Peace and blessings. And for that... I say hearts up and let's go.